Welcome to One Decent Pastor, a weekly podcast of The Door located in Central Oregon, where three completely average guys join forces to make One Decent Pastor and to discuss, discover, and promote all things Bible. And we're live. <laughs> like, you, really? Yeah. Are Hello. You Are you ready? Was the last thing he asked me. Yeah. I said no, and then he said we're live, so. Yeah, Brent, you're out of sorts today. What's the problem? No problem. <laughs> you had a rough week? <laughs> it's been busy. Is it because we don't have a topic today? That's exactly yeah. what it we're, is. We're doing something a little different today. <laughs> yes, David. Yes. I like to be yeah. uh, very nailed down, locked down, prepared, mm-hmm. no you know, margin for error or... I don't feel like yeah, we're ever we're really nailed down. I mean, like, we, no. we usually know the topic, you know, coming in yeah. to the podcast, but yeah. it's not like, like, here's the outline of the discussion or anything like that. But yeah. I tend to be a little less comfortable when we're too nailed down. Right. Like, when everything's, like, in place yeah. and you got the questions, like, three days ahead of time and it's like, this is going to be boring. Right. Because we're all going to, like... I've found that well, it doesn't work as well if you have too much time to think no, about things. it doesn't work right. better. So I agree with that. But but just to walk in willy-nilly with <laughs> nothing going we've got, on. We're, we're not I completely mean, willy-nilly. We've I, got, I, we've I have got to own f- this because it's, it's my week this You didn't week, blow it. We and, blew it. And, and I, I just didn't have a lot of inspiration this week for kind of a hot topic. And then I kind of grabbed one that you guys felt like we'd done before, which was cool. Um, yeah. But, um, yeah, so anyway, we just decided, you know, we've got a few... Yeah, kind of things in the back of our mind, but we're it's it's a mailbag. No, today. you had a topic, and we were like, "Gosh, we've kind of hit that a little bit." Yeah, and that kind of was unfair to you because you know no, it, it was like a day ago. So then it was like, what, what was unfair is that I waited till a day ago to say, "Hey, how about this?" We we usually do though, right? <laughs> I mean, we all it's usually Wednesday when we like, "Hey, here's what I'm doing." Yeah, and we give it to well, like Tuesday or Wednesday. Some pretty us, pretty common. Some but. of us don't do that. So well, <laughs> I think once something was sent on a Tuesday because you were super excited. <laughs> You're like, I love this topic. Mm. Um, hey, Brandon's on. That and Brandon and Kayla. They, that they say good morning. Good, by the way. Oh, yeah. hi guys. So, good, morning. good morning. Hey, Brandon. Hey, Kayla. Yeah. Hope you're healing well, doing yep. well. Yep. Hope you're miss you guys. Yep. Yeah. Sure. And anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, you guys are bored this morning. You uh, you built a dining room table. I'm building. Yeah, I'm building a dining room. Oh, table. you're building. That's not done yet. No. I was just going to find one that was really cool. It's a, it's insane how expensive oh, furniture yeah. is. Like, it is ridiculous. how. And then it doesn't help that me and my wife don't like typical furniture. Like, it has to be something that's kind of odd or rustic or yeah. out of the ordinary. So, no, Paul Campbell, like, I don't know how it got started, but he's like, I've got this wood. Like, do you, want, do you know anyone who? And so I went over and looked at it. I'm like, goodness, like, this is perfect for a dining room table. So I, <laughs> like, I got caught up in it, dude. Like, the next day I'm out in the garage <laughs> wielding tools and, you know, throwing stuff everywhere and putting nice. this thing together. So, who's, yeah, it's coming who, together. Whose tools? I'm just kidding. My wife's. <laughs> All the ones that were in the chimney vehicles when I was doing chimneys were considered mine. All mm-hmm. the ones that are, like, black and sooty. And then that's part of the reason she got her own set. Oh, that makes sense. Actually. Okay, yeah. but but it's still I, like I would that. do the same. She suit, but but I haven't done chimneys for like a few years now. She's super possessive, so I'm the one out there building everything that she's telling me to build. But don't forget, they're my tools. She says, mm. <laughs> put my tool back. The two become one flesh. The tools become one. Yeah, yeah. They're, that's they're, on my terms though, because then with the animals and stuff, it's what, like, what yeah. color are the tools? Uh, they're fluorescent green. Okay. 
It could be worse. So yeah. No, that's be. more. They're they're more for chicks. Yeah. <laughs> if I was buying tools, wow, I probably wouldn't yeah. buy. But, but they're not fluorescent pink. green. Did I just get in trouble for saying that? Uh, they're not pink. That's that was green, all I'm doing. We'll find out in the yeah. comment section later this week. Yeah, they're yeah. not pink. I'm either, sure, we will. Yeah, our two our two listeners. We'll see if they have an issue with that. Yeah. What have you guys been doing? <laughs> hey, your your wife is about to. Yeah, it, she's a big uh, day in your house. Today's her last day of uh, her of work, birthday. and her birthday's tomorrow. So she's kind of timed that out. What a great birthday her, present! Yeah, kind of a birthday <laughs> present to herself. But that's very exciting because it's awesome. She's been uh, had crazy hours for the last three years, getting up at one in the morning, um, well midnight, different different times, you know, to go in and work and topsy turvy kind of life and schedule, and that'll. Wonder how long it's going to take her to get back to normal on her sleep schedule. I, I would think a couple of weeks, probably to. Yeah, normalize again, but yeah. I'm very excited to. So cool. Just you know, it's been great having her do this. Um, been a blessing, but but it'll be nice to see it kind of come to an end. Is it right? Yep, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> and she's she's super excited. She's really ready. So it will be wonderful to have my wife kind of back and kind of a normal routine and all that kind of stuff. Mm, yeah, so, good yeah. for you guys. Very cool. Yeah, Chad. Are you retiring tomorrow? Uh, no, I'm not retiring tomorrow um, or the next day. Are you still or, fixing bridges? Or the day after that. Are you still putting out fires? Uh, yeah, putting out fires is mm-hmm. kind of what I do. Yeah. <clears throat> not fixing We had a bridge issue, um, and if anybody's interested in that, you can ask about it later. <laughs> uh, but the bridge issue is solved Good. for now. <laughs> Would you say it's water under the bridge now? There, there mm. is water under the bridge. Good. Yes, that's awesome, Brent. Yeah, that's all I got. Didn't <laughs> that's your, your contribution today? <laughs> to the whole yeah. thing. You know, we should we should do an episode of dad jokes. No, Many people would appreciate David, that. David wouldn't do it. I wouldn't. I'd be abs- <laughs> I'd be absent that day. Someone else, who else would yeah. sit in on a that's dad okay. joke? Brent and I could session. carry dad jokes for an hour. I think could i don't know if i want to do that either. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like a, an abusive thing to do to our listeners no not not at all <laughs> yeah that'd be tough yeah all right what do we think um so i think we're going to maybe just kind of rapid fire so well maybe, maybe yeah, mailbag it i don't know but mailbag it just stuff that we've seen maybe pertinent to christians in the news or yeah. you know small small topic things yeah. or what ifs or kind of a mailbag yeah we're just going to throw a bunch of stuff out there. Yeah. I so. did see a headline yesterday that caught my attention. It said, it is now candy corn season again for all you crayon-eating psychopaths. <laughs> I did see that one. <laughs> and yeah. I thought that was pretty good. I'm going to argue that crayons are way better candy corn. Than candy corn. <laughs> candy corn is disgusting. <laughs> They're so gross, dude. So. But crayons were not that bad when I was a kid. Back in the day. Yeah, yeah that has Back nothing to do day. with what you just asked yeah. for, but... It's a good headline. No, that's a that is a good headline. The, yeah. the meme. Like this was a meme, not a headline, but I saw it was somebody talking to Jesus and Jesus saying, "No, I'm not going to turn your water into pumpkin spice anything." <laughs> so because it is pumpkin spice season, it's evidently. Coming. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a pumpkin spice guy, but to yeah. each their own. Me neither. But that's everywhere now. We yeah. were in Costco, walked down the beer aisle, not because I was getting beer. That's just the aisle we happened to be walking down. And kind, of, every kind of defensive, aren't you? <laughs> it, it Easy okay guy. If you were, it'll be okay. <laughs> and uh, every single beer on the shelf was like a pumpkin. Yeah, beer. It's pumpkin beer. Pumpkin beer is terrible. I'm not. Uh, I'm not a fan of pumpkin anything, really. Honestly, I do like uh, pumpkin seeds. Yeah. When they're salt, <laughs> when they're salted and fried, yeah, doused in salt. Yeah. Oven. But other than that, they can have the pumpkin stuff. <laughs> I don't mind. I'll eat a piece of pumpkin pie, but it's not. It's not my go-to pie. Yeah, that's gross. Yeah. That is gross. I'd rather eat a crayon. Um, I do have a friend who has a uh, – we're getting off track here, but I have a friend that's got a <laughs> – <laughs> I 
Got a recipe. You mean for, we weren't off track a minute ago? <laughs> got a recipe for pumpkin chili, which I like chili. And I would probably try the pumpkin chili, but I would not have high hopes that I would like it. No. Mm. No. I don't know. Nope. Yeah, that sounds gross, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, do you get, have a headline, Chad? Getting back on Do track. you have a headline that can match Brent's headline? I don't have a headline that can match that, but but I know you've got you've got one. I came across one the other day. This one's actually yeah, on a serious on note. Uh, on almost on like a scary note. So um, the Chinese government apparently has been doing a ten year project. The Chinese communist sure. government has been doing they're in the middle of a project, a ten year project. To rewrite the Bible. So let me, if you can't beat them, join them is basically what yeah. they're doing at this point, right? So like they've been coming down harder and harder and harder on the church. The church is heavily per- persecuted over there, the real church, um, not the state church. Heavily persecuted over there, right? And they just have been coming down harder and harder and harder on them. And the church just grows. It's doing nothing but grow. This news article that I read was Imagine saying that, that, that the, the Christian church in China is bigger than the Communist Party yeah. now. So wow. the strategy now for the Communist government is if you can't beat them, join them. They're going, because they issue Bibles, like state Bibles, um, they're going to go, they're rewriting the Bible now. It's a 10-year project where they're rewriting the Bible. And they read one excerpt I as far it. as what they're, did you see it? I did. As far as what fantastic. they're doing with Jesus. I mean, it's terrible, but it's Dude, just yeah. like. I, I mean, actually like cringed when I read it. I mean, it's just it was fantastic in the sense of like, I mean, it just seems so contrived and fake and like, who's going to buy this? I mean, it just, it's bad. Right. I mean, it's it's the Bible they're issuing to the people. So yeah. I guess there will be some people, right, that are like, oh yeah, I'll I would hope the Bible. they Thank would realize you. it's not true because it just makes Jesus out to be. So it's the woman terrible. caught in adultery, right? And, uh, the section that they one section that was that was read is uh, out of it. The translation goes: "He who is without sin among you, this is obviously Jesus speaking. Who's out sin among you, uh, without sin among you? Let him cast the first stone." And when his words came to their ears, they stopped moving forward. And when everyone had gone had gone out, Jesus stoned the woman himself and said, "I am also a sinner." Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I mean, so this, this is. This is the Jesus that they're. This is their solution, yeah, that, and and actually, that it's quickly. brilliant. Like, that's a brilliant solution. If you can't crush the church and it's growing, like, sure. go ahead and just like rewrite Jesus and the Word of God. Um, yeah, it's it's insane. Yeah, yeah, it's insane. Very dark, but it's also a reminder. This was the cool part. Like, as I'm hearing, like how the church is flourishing and how how they're having to go to lengths like this now. Like, it made me think of us and how. We think our victories, like in large part, the church in America thinks that our victories are to get prayer back in school and to get prayer back in the state. And, yeah. and all we see over and over again is like when the church is opposed by the government and it's heavily like persecuted, it's sh- it grows. Right. It's well, straight it, out it, flourishes. It grows in a in a purified way too. I mean, it's in a real way. Yeah. 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 In a real way. Yeah. Al- almost as if that's the plan. Almost as if that's yeah. how God's gotten it drawn up. <laughs> yeah, and and here we we think it's negative when yeah. the government you know gives us less religious rights, and, right? And we think it's victory when we're at one with the government. Yeah, and we're so we are so sissy over. Maybe that's the problem with yeah. the American church. I, I touched on this a little bit in my, my sermon last. Yeah, Sunday. you, you kind of did. Um, 
yeah, I mean, you know, Paul was being, you know, the persecutor became persecuted. And, you know, there's this point in Acts 9 where it says that, like, they had peace. Yeah. In the, like, it, it was in the midst of persecution and suffering, and the church had peace. Yeah. Uh, which is almost incomprehensible. And then that it grew mm-hmm. in the midst of bad things, or what we would say are bad things. And that, that was true even biblically <laughs> yeah. when the church started. Like, we have that documented. And then throughout history, it seems <clears throat> to be true as well. When you just look historically at, like, different cultures and you know, places in time and, yeah. um, you know, those governments that, that radically opposed the church and Christ followers. Yeah, like, yeah. There was a real powerful, strong, growing Christianity happening in like all those places. Yeah. Not the opposite. But we think exactly the opposite in America. We think that as the government gets more away from the church and separates from the church, that the church is more doomed. Yeah. It's right. like no, it's like probably the best thing that could happen to us. Anyway, right. I thought that was really interesting that the Chinese government was doing that. It's kind That's of surprising yeah. it took them that it's long to, to think of it. Yeah, you're right. Um, because it really is just, a, it's right out of Satan's playbook. Just change the word of totally God. Did. Did right. God really say, get that kind of yeah. thing going? Change the person exactly. of Christ. Right. But I hope, I hope that the people there um, distrust their government so much <laughs> that they'll know better than to believe it or to, right. you know. Um, but they, yeah, that's... Well, I think from what yeah, we understand right. from, like, the missionary people we've known that have lived there and stuff, that there's always been kind of two sects of the church when you say the church in China. Yeah. And one is the real one, which they, they seem to be very—they're they're, born-again people that tend to hold fast to the Word of God, like right. the canon. Yeah. And then you've got kind of the general populace that are like, oh, let's—you know, I'll identify as a Christian, and they really <clears throat> could probably care less— what kind of Bible they're holding in their hand. There's kind of seems to be both of them. That sounds familiar. That, yeah. that, that, that sounds, sounds like America. That too. sounds familiar. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. Uh, on a related note to that, um, this was a while back, and I didn't read an article, but I just saw some headlines about uh, an AI-created Bible. Dude. Mm. You guys remember seeing that maybe a month or so back? Yeah. It's, I mean, it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't give it any thought because it's going to be terrible. I mean, <clears throat> right. Yeah. So AI-created sermons. Right. Yeah. Those have been a thing now. Yeah. And Christianity Today just had an article about that. I didn't, again, I didn't read the article, but saw the headline about kind of advocating for using AI in sermon writing. It, it's basically the same as if you're like borrowing someone else's sermon anyway, that, like which happens, like yeah. the pay to, you know, pay some money and get someone's sermon. I, I, I was skeptical that it would be believable until I saw several people demonstrate it. And then I demonstrated it one, or I, I, Thomas had me do it one day. Yeah, yeah. When he was telling me about it and having me plug it into this thing, and and it was a text that I had. Just, he's like, plug, plug, plug in your text that you preached on today and yep. see what happens. And I was like, dang. And I said, it's not very gospel centered, but I mean, like this is legit. Minutes, and he goes, type in more gospel. Yeah. And I typed in more gospel, and it rewrote it with more gospel. It was David's sermon. And it's like this is this is and crazy. It wrote it in minutes. So, so I mean, like it was instant. It, it, no, it was just just like that. Yeah. So I, I can, I can, I can only imagine that pastors are and have been using this. Yeah. For prob- probably however long it's been out now, years probably. Yeah. And w- w- what, what do you? What would you say to those pastors? That, well, this plagiarism. AI. Stop it! Stop yeah. it! Yeah. Shame on you. Yeah. Stop <laughs> it! Yeah. Grow up. Well, you're you're shortchanging yourself. You're shortchanging your people. Right. Yep. Um, just. But you're gaining a lot more time on your schedule. Right. I guess. Yeah. So so the, the other new one that's tripping me out now is somehow you can take a voice, like a popular voice of a singer, and plug it into almost any song that you want. 
and it's that it sounds like that person singing yeah. that song. That's just weird too. Mm-hmm. So I guess we're mimicking like obviously visuals. There's been a big thing about that. Yeah, like likeness in Hollywood and stuff. But voices now of artists. Yeah, be, being able to do deep fakes don't require a lot of skill and technology. It's in, getting a little like nut. It's my uh, my natural skepticism is finally going to be paying off though. Which <laughs> <is good. laughs> exactly, it's been redeemed. <laughs> no, I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure it all it all means that Jesus is coming back soon. Right, uh, you you just can't do that with with AI. Yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jesus is coming and Skynet is coming as well. Well, we saw virtual church happen. Yeah. Remember we had a dude over one day that was like, you ever seen virtual church? We were like, no. Virtual church service. So you strap on the silly little goggles. Yeah. And then everyone makes, what what are they called? Their avatar. An avatar that looks like them. Yeah. And then you... They create the church and the pastor. Yeah, like I mean, in there's it's the word that there's worship music and there's so a you sermon, sit at home on virtual. your couch with this silly thing on your head and go to church. Yeah, don't ever expect that here. <laughs> you no. know, I, I think I could be wrong about this, but I think it's the same church that did the AI you know, or the virtual service that uh, I'd made a reference. I don't think I did it two weeks ago in Lapine, but this week at 3R, uh, a headline of a church doing uh, a Mario World Sunday. Okay, I would do that. And so they decorated their state, a big mega church, and they decorated their church. I don't know what the connection was to anything. If there's Goombas, but, if you could have yeah. Goombas somehow yeah. in the worship service, that it would was be a bad. Mario World Sunday, and I think that was the same church Bullet that did the, did the virtual service. I saw one of a, a female pastor dressed in pink that was doing a Barbie. Yes, Barbie yeah. the Barbie thing Sunday, is real. And she, all the men and women were supposed to come dressed in pink, and yep. they were going to—I don't even know what they were going to do, honestly. <laughs> I, I can't imagine, but it made me, yeah. Yeah, just no. It made me ill. <laughs> don't, to, don't do that like, stuff. No. Very strange. Yeah. Anyway. Um, you said something. And, and then the church in China is persecuted. Right, yeah, they're <laughs> underground. And, I just yeah. thought that we should probably add right. that in after this. You said something earlier when you were talking about, um, you know, like prayer in school. Yeah. And I saw a headline this week. Maybe you guys saw it too. But the uh, the football coach that was at the center of the controversy for praying in the field, and then he you know, took escalated to the Supreme Court and got his victory. <laughs> so he was back, uh, and after one game, he resigned. Hmm. What does that mean? He he got his right granted to him by the Supreme Court to pray in the football field. Yeah. He came back. Got his job back, was yeah. reinstated, did one football game, and decided, nope, I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> did he say why, or did he, like... I, again, just saw some headlines. I didn't, oh, okay. I didn't read the articles, but it was just, just interesting that, you know, all, all of that fight and escalating to the Supreme That's Court. That's like, see you later. Yeah. So it's kind of yeah. like, I'm going to give you the finger. Well, like, yeah, I mean, the other thing it could be would be the, you come back and you're that guy now. Right, you're the center of attention. I mean, you yeah, you don't even want the job now. Being in that environment yeah. where everybody's looking at you yeah, as this like, guy. That what just, did the guy really wow, win? congratulations, you yeah. got your way. Yeah, yeah. And maybe he just was ostracized. I don't know. Yeah. Ostracized. And I guess I bring it up just because, you know, there, there's a lot of people that looked at that victory, you know, feeling like the church won something right. or Christians won something. But there's nothing lasting. Um, that you know, granted by the Supreme Court. Yeah. And then this, so this guy gets this victory. And, and for whatever reason, it's like, nah, I'm not, not doing this. Hmm anymore um and i don't know you know what's in his head it's just interesting i guess is all that is interesting yeah okay um you gotta keep going yeah what else what else you got brent doesn't want me to talk about i know you got one to bring up this one (laughs) this one i mean it's it's worth talking about because you know our world is changing and I don't know what it is. What do you yeah, mean? I don't and, want you to talk. And especially about it. our culture here in <laughs> and Central our Oregon. culture, especially in the Northwest and yeah. Central Oregon, is changing. And 
our, our pets are extremely oh, valuable yeah. to us. And church come of, on, church man. Of, church of Dog. Church of the Dog. Temple yeah. of the Dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a band, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I was out doing something, a project the other day, and a neighbor rode up on his bike <clears throat> with a dog with him. And uh, hasn't been here in a while. And um, used to come to church. It's been years. And said, I'm going I'm to come to church Sunday. I said, that's awesome, dude. Like, come on, like, missed you, you know? And then the next question was, can I bring my dog? And I thought he was, like, joking. And I looked at him, and he was like, can I bring my dog? Like, I have a service dealioe. It's a service dog. And I just said, man, if you bring your dog, then this person brings their dog, and that person brings their dog, and the next thing you know, it's dog church. And this is one of those things that's been really kind of a discussion among a lot of pastors and right. you know the more that people are bringing their dogs and there's uh papers that they're allowed to hold up and go this is i'm allowed to bring my dog and what do we do what do we do with that <laughs> yeah i mean there's i think when someone why says, are you laughing brent you don't want to make anyone <laughs> mad do you uh, there is something i want to do <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm pushing my flesh down oh, and, you okay. know, trying to be uh, okay be godly because it's frustrating <laughs> You were saying something. I don't want to cut you I, off. I, I just to say there, there's a distinction between service dogs that, that I'm totally not clear on at all. But there's like you know, I don't know if legit is the right word, but there's like you know the service dogs that wear the vests that you know like yep. leading the blind you know type service dogs. And then there's like support animals, and I, I don't know the difference between what's what, and I don't know you know what's kind of protected and what's not protected. Um, but anyway, anyway, that's all. Just that there's a distinction between. Yeah, we would never deny, uh, you know, like a seeing eye dog or or somebody. You know, there there are legit service yeah, animals that actually like serve a, a serve a protective serve thing. a purpose. Um, you know, that's very clear. Right. And, and these dogs are highly trained. Uh, they they're not. You know, people don't pet them. They're not. They're yeah. not a pet. They're really a service dog. Um, we would never deny that. That's that that would be. Um, cruel even i would say mm-hmm. and right. so people will say the same thing about um the emotional support animals but um at some point you know church has to be about the, the main thing and and, and it's really well, about um, god and his people and, and sure. i was gonna know. say it's about people it is yeah. and, it concerns and, and human so, beings so you know it's just again it comes down to this preferential thing that people you know if you look at philippians 2 it says to consider the needs of others more than yourselves so, right and so yes you may have a real um attachment to your animal and maybe it does make you feel good when they're around and i and i, I get that i don't i don't relate to it per but se shouldn't, shouldn't the word preached and the people of god make you feel pretty good too? i would hope so but you need to understand that right. there are there are people that are going to be distracted there's going to be people that are going to be some people are afraid people of animals. Have allergies. Yeah. Some afraid people have allergies. allergies. Like serious There's allergies. People have serious phobias of animals as well. And again, at some point, you know, it's just like if you can and and, and what I've seen generally is that these, these same people a lot of times are able to go other places without, you know, the the, the animal. Yep. So it's like, can you just, you know, just I, I would just <clears throat> see, like to see people prefer others over themselves and, and try to, you know, make this work. Because once it starts, and we had it for a while. There was a time, I remember one, one Sunday, I think there were five dogs in the church. There was a point um, it started getting contagious. Yeah, and we're getting, you know, yeah. b- dogs are pooping on the floor. They're peeing in places. They're, you know, they're barking at people. They're, they've got bells on their thing. They're making noises. And I mean, it was it was kind of, um, and we had to go and just say, hey, can you help us out <laughs> they here? they got yeah. bells on their thing. You can hear it every, time, every time they move, you can hear, like, you know, bells ringing. Yes. It's weird, yes. you know. It wasn't like yeah. they were, you know, it was distracting. Yes. And, and it, it was getting, you know. Yeah. I don't know. That's yeah. a hard one. It's I kind of a can you don't want to open. Well, people are just people are weird about it. I, I don't know how to say it nicely. Um, 
people have elevated animals to. Or them. you're just heartless. I am heartless. I'll, I'll agree. When it comes to animals, I mean, I, I don't, I don't hate animals, but I do not, I don't have that same yeah. attachment yeah. to animals yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that some people do. Yeah. But for some people, they they prefer animals to humans, yeah. and 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 they've almost it's to that point where. But I would even just say, just if you look at the created order and, and the way God has made things. Um, I should stop talking to you. That's what I should do. <laughs> I'm kind of interested no. in what yeah, you're saying yeah. right now, Brent. Well, I, again, to, to elevate you know, I agree. an animal over a person, I, I think. Or, or even to put them on the same level as a person. Right, right. right. And that's maybe what's going to get me in trouble, is that comment? Yeah. But they're, they're not. I would just say create, if you create. can make a case for that biblically, fine. But I don't, I don't think you can. And so I, mean, I would just say just, you know. Well, we know that redemption, the things of Christ, the cross, the resurrection yeah. are not for animals. I mean, yeah. creation will be redeemed. Yeah. And yet animals are an absolute gift from God sure. to people yes. and really do help people get through the And we do sometimes. believe that all dogs right. will go to heaven. <laughs> well, do so we? Do we? No. But I, <laughs> okay. I wanted to throw but a bone. Not, but not other I wanted to throw a bone. Snakes are out. Tarantulas right, are no out. I'm pretty sure, you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, that's the other thing, right, is if you start considering right. other pets. Um, I mean, obviously someone could say, oh, that's a stupid argument because dogs are, you know. Yeah domesticated and are completely different but yeah it's not like we'd have people walking in with their their monitor you know lizard or whatever like, like we you just like no python Pe- people yeah. this is a <laughs> gathering of people for right. people like let's keep it that way well, and it's I, not I'm, like we're in here for hours like the early church was no like we're, we're you know we run maybe an hour and a half and then you can go home and see your I'm dog i'm surprised you know? the church hasn't started um that's actually like specializes my, in that my wife that told me that would be a very bend oregon thing yeah about seven years ago she said, if you ever started a dog-friendly church, it will blow up. Yeah. And it's true. Like, if I ever, I guess, wanted a successful church that was big, then I would go start dog a dog friendly. church. Yeah. And I'm surprised that there aren't. Maybe there are. There's got to be. There's got to be dog churches somewhere. Somebody's got to have done it. I'm sure. It, yeah, there's, There's. I think, every flavor out there yeah. imaginable. Yeah. But I would just, you know, I guess my, I would ask somebody, you know, hey, really, just consider the, the people around you as more important than yourself yeah. if you can, just like Jesus asked us to. Yeah. Right. And, and and if you can leave the dog at home, that would be a big help for, for us. It would be a huge help. Yeah. 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 So, That's pretty much what I told yeah. this person. Yeah. Yep. I remember years ago in Lapine, we had a, a gentleman that would bring uh, two, like, little lap dog-sized dogs in a stroller. And at first it was, oh, that's cute. But it the cuteness wore off pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. And and the dogs would, like, if he got up to go to the restroom or something or get a cup of coffee, the dogs would whimper, you know, while he was gone. Just very, very distracting yeah. and, you know, that kind of thing. Um, See, and I'm also a bit of a germaphobe. Yeah. Uh, no, you? It's, no, no, it's true. I'm, I'm shocked. So, so just that, the whole, that whole aspect of it to me is just, it's weird to me that um, when people just let their dogs run around inside the building and, and I don't, I don't, I just, it's weird to me, you know. Um, but I wouldn't, I don't like them running around inside of my house, you know? So I, for me, it's just, How many dogs I'm do consistent. Have? No, David, <laughs> we have cats, cats, which don't come in very often, but they're the, the fur and the yeah. shedding and the, you know, it's, I don't, I don't enjoy that. I, I, I'm weird that way. Um, in that I would say like, you know, houses are for people and the outside is for animals. That's just, that would be my, my germaphobic, you know, uh, preference, mm-hmm. but. Um, but I know I'm weird and I, and I know that I'm in the minority and so I'm not trying to like say I'm right and everybody else is wrong, but that would just be my, my, my preference. Yeah. 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 You have Tourette's man. A little bit. Sorry. (laughs) I'm just kidding. We've had dogs and I've seen what they do. Yep. I'm not going to go into detail, but 
I saw a very effective carpet cleaning commercial one time that, that I didn't even have a dog and I wanted to get yep. my carpets cleaned at that yep. point. Yep. It was like, yeah, that's it's. And they like recycling and all that. All so. of it, yeah. Yes. So, yeah. Good recyclers. Nope. <laughs> What's the next topic, guys? Yeah, <laughs> Your turn. It's Brent's turn, but he's not. Brent, you do yeah. it. I don't yeah. have anything. I don't. You didn't bring a headline? No. Okay. Candy um, corn. Well, we have a couple kind of spiritual questions that we could dive into if, if we're done with the headlines. After that, we need to try to go spiritual? Yeah. Unless, do you have another headline? No. no. Yeah, I mean, there are a couple other things, but no, I'd rather hear yours. Yeah, no, kind of burn, burn through my headlines as well. Um, so a couple spiritual questions uh, that we uh, kind of traded yesterday. Um, once saved, always saved. My, minor topic that we could probably just address in two minutes here, right? Once saved, always <laughs> saved. Do people have a problem with the theology or with that? statement that slogan that question's come up before that's why i wrote it down at one point was somebody had said you you guys believe in once saved always (laughs) saved and i think it's one of those again you need to kind of define right depending on what you mean by it yeah um yes and no (laughs) yeah so i I think it is an interesting um, topic and and a lot of people a lot of people have a problem with that concept of like um, because it gives a false sense of um salvation maybe Mm. when when no salvation has ever occurred right and i agree that that's a that's a real problem but yeah yeah, so so you have to kind of back up, you know, zoom out in, in that question and say, you know, like, okay, what what are we saved from? Why do we need to be saved? Who does the saving? You know, right. th- those kinds of things. And depending on you know how you answer those questions, might depend on you know once saved, always saved, yes or or no. No, it totally has right. to do with your soteriology to begin with, right? Leading to salvation, as to what you do, right? Post salvation, or right. you know. As, as far as the duration of that salvation. Right, right. So, like, like Calvin kind of did this, and this is obviously a system, so it's not something that we would, you know, go like this with, but, like, like the, the five points are, like, in order for a reason, right? Like, perseverance right. is the last. Like, like, if all these other things are true and established, then there's no way around the fact that this one's true as well. Right. And so, again, someone could say, well, that's not arguing from Scripture. Well, we can do that. But the truth is there's some Scriptures even that, that seem to make people think that they can lose their salvation. Let's just yeah. be fair. I'm not saying it's a good exposition, but there's a, there's a couple sure. there's a couple passages that are a little— you make you scratch your head a little yeah. bit. So, yeah. well, but there are, there are more that would do the opposite. And, and For sure. So, you know, Jesus saying of all that the Father has given yeah. me, I, I will lose yeah, There's nine. seven over here and two over there, so the seven gets the... <laughs> Well, you've got to, rather than, you know, lob yeah, them at yeah. each other, you've got to find a way to make them you Right, know, and, and they're not together. contradictory. The they don't, contradict we know itself. they don't contradict. So yeah. how do they fit is the question. Yeah. How do these... Yeah, I mean, these we, we know that the, the, all that the Father gives to me will come to me. Yes. And, and I, I will lose none that the Father has given me, and that nobody can take them out of my hand. I mean, those right. are very clear passages. Right. So either height, nor yeah, depth, they're, they're nor ambiguous. man, nor... So then the question is... Can separate you from the love of God. Are you in the hand? You know, are you in the clasp yes. firmly, you know, right. in the clasp of Christ or Or do not? you think you're in the hand yeah. or... Are that, you kind of in the hand? or That's the problem with once saved, always saved. There are people out there that think something has happened when nothing has really ever occurred, and right. they're banking on this idea of eternal security when, when they're not even in, you know, step one. Right. Um, and, and that's that's why it's a, um, a doctrine some people, I think, struggle with or have a hard time with is, sure. is For sure. that part. What, so. what, what are we saved from? I don't know how many people ever really thought about, like, what, what are we saved from? Well... I can give. I can go a couple ways with that. <laughs> I, I want to say him first and foremost. Yeah, that's that's where <laughs> we're I'm going. We're saved, we're saved we're, from we're him. We're saved from God's wrath. We're saved from right. His wrath from what He's going to do to us if we're not saved. Right, <laughs> right. And 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 who are we saved by? Him. Right. So yeah. we're saved by Him and from Him to Him to Him for Him. Right yeah, for, for him. him. 
it's important that we know that. Yep. You know, we're, we're not, I mean, yeah, we are saved from our sin, but we're not saved, prime, like we're saved from God's wrath, yeah. God's punishment of sin. Yeah. Right. And he, and he does it for him. Right. Like <laughs> He saves yeah. us from ourselves. Right. For him, yeah, yeah. So he's it's for his glory, it's right? For his own, and, and so so if that if that's glory. your starting point, right? Yeah. Then then you know your soteriology, the dominoes of your soteriology fall sure. in a certain direction. Sure. Well, I think it's even. It, I mean, this is where you really need to start with anthropology prior to your soteriology, right? You right. can start with like how salvation works, but like that's only going to be well established right. once the need for it is established. If the condition of man. Like what we're really like and what right. we're what we're actually capable of and not capable of has to be established first, right? Before we even get to that, and again, you can look at the way that not Calvin but his followers are the ones that came up with the five points. Why they started with the depravity? Yep. You start with the reality yep, of the human condition, what we're capable of and what we're not capable of. And the Bible, we think, clearly teaches over and over again that we are rebels, willingly rebels against God, and don't want Him. And won't choose him. Yep. Like, like not one percent of the time or five percent of the time. Like, we won't in our natural state want to make that decision in our free will. If you yeah. even want me to give you that, <laughs> it yeah. will always be bound. Uh, like, it will always vote for no God. Right. Yeah. 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 The Bible makes it clear that we're we're either bound to sin or we're bound to Christ. Yeah. And so there's kind of this this illusion of free will. Like we're bound to something, right? Uh, that, that dictates how we live. Yeah. I would even say experientially, I've noticed uh, when those people that actually do really understand their sinfulness, their depravity, their need for salvation, um, when when they fully get that, there seems to be a real evidence of Christ in their lives. No doubt. Right. You know, uh, there's when, when there's so, a conversion that takes yeah, place. Yeah, I, I would say that. And so when I hear testimony, sometimes, you you know, you, you just never hear something like that in that testimony. And, and then you look at their life and go, okay, there's something yes. that's not, you know, yeah. I raised my hand, I went forward at a conference yes. one time. And so I'm once saved, always saved. Their life doesn't express anything that looks like Christ is there or like salvation has occurred. Um, but, but for those people that have known their depravity, known their need for Christ, understood, you know, their, their rebellion against God, all the things you guys have been talking about. And have come to him yeah. based on that. You know yeah. why? Because it actually requires faith. It does. Yeah. You, you, yeah. It requires. If you know that that you won't and you can't, like there's this huge deficit. Yeah. It actually requires faith, which is how one is saved. The other one, if you don't really believe that and you think you're willing to choose this or that and do either, and it's up to you and the balls in your court, it actually doesn't require faith. Yeah. It requires right. you just doing what you think is right. And I think there's yeah. a lot of people out there that basically have this idea that um, they, they like the idea of Jesus, this life enhancement kind of thing. You know, he might bring some blessings my way. Totally. You know, why not add, right. add so him motive. In, Yeah, add him into yeah. this kind of, you know, For supporting, sure. you know, he's like a supporting cast on an already pretty good script. For that sure. It's my life, and, you know, I'll include him in that just, to, you know, as a safety net or whatever. But there's really no, he's not Lord. Um, you know, they want him to be Savior maybe, and I don't think you can separate those two things, but Right. It's just, I think there's a lot of people that are in that camp. No doubt. And so to, to tell them that, hey, once saved, always saved, isn't necessarily helpful in that regard because salvation may not have even taken place. Well, this right? is where you, it comes yeah. to, you know, faith is not alone. Like, right. faith has works, exactly. and, and there's evidences that flow out of a saving faith, and so you would probably go that direction with somebody like that. I do, I do just, I am fully convinced, and it's because of my anthropology of myself, <laughs> that if, I can, if, it, if it has to do with me, yeah. and I can... I have to keep the salvation or I can lose it. I will. I, j- I just sure. simply will. I will lose it. I will fail. I will fall short in a way where if I was God, I wouldn't save me. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. And, and so, like, um, there's, there's no security. Um, there's no confidence. Um, and I think the worst part is it makes the work of Christ, the life and death and resurrection, like, basically inconsequential. Like, it really right. did. There's no value to it. There's no right. weight to it. It's, it's something that is potentially good for somebody if they still do their part. Right. It's not something that's final. Right, like right. it's not finished. Nothing's finished. Right, <laughs> you know. So there's there's obviously all kinds of reasons, like you said earlier, when you start to actually collect your scripture as a whole together, that just kind of kill the couple of scriptures that may seem to be saying something different. Right, and I would say yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a true statement. Once saved, always saved is an absolute true it's biblical absolutely statement. True. Yep. Yeah. The question is, make sure salvation occurred. Yeah. What do you before, mean by before that? you buy into that? Right. That that statement. That's a, that could be a bad statement right there, Brent. That you just make sure salvation occurred. Well, examine yourselves. Is I know what First Corinthians yeah. says. I mean, you know, <laughs> examine yourselves to make sure you're in the faith. Sure. Um, you know, if Christ is there, yeah. you 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 shouldn't be able to miss that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If a new heart has happened, if a new you know, I mean, you're going to love His Word. You're going to love His people. You're going to. I mean, He's given us. I love that He's the, the Word has given us like signposts and and things to look for. For sure. Um, if they're not there, and I don't mean. You, you know, can't quantify. It. I don't mean this week. Right. You know, this week, I, for me, maybe it's not there, and maybe next week it won't be either. Right. But but if if you have no interest in any of the things of God, um, we're talking know. directionally. Yeah, if there's yeah. not a directional trajectory, difference yeah. in your the trajectory life, of one's life, which will be seen yeah. and will be evaluated if if you try to evaluate it, if you look at it, there will be something directional that's going on in your thinking and your desire and your heart. Not a perfection, a direction. Right, yep. Yep. and that's why we need to be careful not to quantify Correct. our own works coming out of us or someone else's, and go like, "Oh, they're they've been saved for fifteen years. I've been saved for fifteen years. My life looks way better than theirs. They must not be saved." We can't do that stuff. We can't quantify. Like, well, and I mean more more to do with the, with ourselves. No, I mean, totally. If I look at before and after pictures of of you know Brent before salvation yep. and Brent after, yep. it's pretty clear. Like Peter's another one that comes to mind. It's yep. like you look at the the snapshots before and after. You know, you just see him in the in the you know denying Christ yeah. in front of you know a twelve year old girl. Or however old she was, and then you see him afterwards boldly preaching, yeah. you know, to knowing that he might be arrested and killed yeah. for yeah. it. Yeah, something, uh, something, something happened. Something pa- happened. Paul got slightly redirected. Correct, and it was pretty clear. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, And so again, if you if you if the salvation, so called salvation, has occurred and nothing about your life has changed, for sure, and it, and it and it remains that way. Yeah, maybe nothing occurred. Then, then once saved, always saved, isn't something that should give you yeah. any comfort, right? Yeah. Right. Well, what do you say? Like I've I've heard through the years, people say, and I don't, you know, I don't know where they even get this. Um, you know, if they're paying attention to their Bibles, but the idea that you know, God looked down the the corridor of time and, and saw that I would make a decision for Him one day. Oh, the or, the old foreknowledge. Right. Car, oh, you're right. just you're just you're going right in. I know. <laughs> yeah. What? Why didn't we spend the whole the whole day on this, Chad? <laughs> hey, man, what well, are we, we doing, have. bro? Well, we got we five minutes. So we, may have, uh, we may have to come back to this on another episode. <laughs> So that, that is the card, right? That's yeah. how people explain the election of God yeah. and the predestination of God is that God I see that looked forward yeah. <laughs> throughout time and saw who would choose him, yeah. which if you didn't know this, let me just state the obvious, that makes it non-election on God's part. Exactly. It makes it our election of him. So like it actually voids election and predestination yeah. to play the foreknowledge card. Foreknowledge is mentioned a few times in the New Testament when it comes to God having a foreknowledge of us or salvation or saving somebody. But if you look in the Greek, that word is directly equivalent to foreordained. So for instance, it's not it's not him seeing something ahead of time right. that's gonna happen. It's him actually 
planning something right. ahead of Making time. It happen. Right. That's how that's how he foreknows. Let's say like determining beforehand. Yeah. So 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 it's like the uh, it's like a, a builder, you know, a dude that's gonna uh, that's gonna build a house. He doesn't just like have a bunch of lumber dropped and then start picking up wood and nailing it together and hope that there's like a house that comes out of it, right? Right. Like there's this thing called a blueprint where you know where every stud's going to go. You know the cut, the, the length of every stud, right? You know. So there's a foreknowledge on, on the part of that yep. contractor of the house he's built. That house is going to turn out exactly like he thought it would before he ever nails a nail into a piece of wood, right? That's the kind of foreknowledge that God has that we're talking about. Yep. Um, so it do, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't work. To and I would say the, the problem with that that scenario that you presented, the where God looks through the corridors of time and and you know He's looking for the who will choose me, and, and then He sees the hands that go up, and then He's like, okay, right. you're, you're elect. I elect you. I elect you. The problem with that is that according to what I read in the scriptures, and according to what's in my own heart, no hands go up. Right. Not one hand right. so goes back up. back to the anthropology Correct. of depravity. So if 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 the Bible is true that no one seeks God, no, not one. There is right. none righteous. There is none who you know. You're not foreseeing anything. If, if that's real, yeah. Then 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 no hands go up. There is no wave. And yeah, yeah right. no one's doing the wave. <laughs> and, and so now God has a choice of, yeah. of you know, I mean, you know, whatever. Like sure. I can, I can do nothing and be completely just to do nothing For sure. and let them all have their way. And, you know, they don't want me. That's fine. Or in his goodness and his mercy, he can save some. Yes. And it's based on what he, what he does. And I know that that, cre- you know, that creates all kinds of dilemmas for people when they hear stuff like that. But again, sure. the fact that one person is saved at all, that he sent his son to die for one person yeah. and save one person is, is, that should blow our minds. That should be the, what gets us up in arms right. and frustrated and mad. And, you know, like, are you kidding me? How did that happen? Yeah. That's, the, that's what's unjust. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yet somehow God in his goodness has, has decided to do that. So, yeah. He's, uh, the, 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 the other thing with it is actually a couple of scriptures itself that actually deal specifically with this. There's a couple examples. We read one last week when we were in Galatians uh, where Paul makes the statement that, that before he was born, his calling was given to him, mm-hmm. right? The other one is obviously Romans 9 where Paul talks about Jacob and Esau and says, while they were yet in their mother's womb, before they did anything good or bad. So in other words, God is, isn't, isn't using an action or a work or a choice that right. he's looking ahead towards before they did anything while yep. they were still in their mother's womb. He, he chose one over the other. And those are, those are difficult things to try to reconcile in our brains. They seem unfair. They seem unjust. But like God, the point is that he doesn't use a foresight Right to then respond to what we're right. doing, he is the foresight. <laughs> like he, he yeah. is the one. Like he's the causation of that which is yet to happen. Yep. Okay. Yeah, and I think it, kind of any any other view of salvation at 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 best or at best minimizes the work of Christ. At worst, obliterates the work of Christ. Yeah, totally. Right. Totally. And, and and I think a lot of people that, you know, struggle with kind of the idea of once saved, always saved, don't don't think about that. Right. So so there's kind of this this fundal, fundamental misunderstanding about, you know, one soteriology, but but also the way that the dominoes fall is that in that fundamental misunderstanding it minimizes or obliterates the, yeah. the work of Christ and the need for what for sure. he's done for us. Right. And it goes back to what we talked about two weeks ago or three weeks ago with uh, Ephesians chapter two, eight and nine. Yeah. If, if if it's really us choosing and he's waiting for that and electing based on our election of him, then we have reason to boast. Sure. We have absolutely earned and merited. It all came down to us and our decision, which yep. means that we have reason to boast. And uh, it, it voids 
Christ of his work and God of his glory in salvation. Yep. It's no and I, I, would, I would say that that's one of the things that convinced me personally uh, that, that what we're talking about is real, is that I had to be honest with myself and say, am I smart enough to have figured this out? Am I, does, is my heart better quality than, than the, pe- the person next to me that yes. I could have gotten this in some way? And, and the answer is no. Yeah. It's not. Yep. Um, apart from God doing this, yep. I wouldn't have come. In fact, so, he says that's why he chooses yeah. the foolish things. Well, I found I mean, the ways, right? <laughs> if it was an intellectual Agreed. exercise. The weak things, the foolish things, the yes. stuff that, you know, I mean, that's that's what I am. Yeah. And so when you're honest about that and you realize that there's no way this would have happened apart from him, it, it should cause you to fall on your face before him. Yes, it creates some implications that you have to wrestle through. For other people. Get that. For that a, you love. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. But for me, like that he would, that he would save a wretch like yep. me. And preserve me till the end. You know, yeah. the once saved, always saved. That he, that he, that I can't undo this, like yeah. you talked about. That you can't be unborn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I don't know how someone who's born can become unborn. Yeah, and the scripture. You know, that that that, yeah. that does something to to a person to to create this gratitude and this heart of worship and yeah. this you know this this dedication um, mm-hmm. to God that I, that wasn't there before and it's still all of Him. But man, yep. thank you, Lord. Yeah, yep. you know. Yeah, I hear you. We we covered that one quicker than I thought we would. Actually, that was, we've we've done well. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, we, we probably could have kept going on that one, but well, well obviously we in can. Fact, we we might, can keep going. If you have but, other questions about that, or you have like a curiosity about some of what we just talked about, just let us know, and we'll yeah do an episode about or this twelve anytime. on it. Yeah, these are things we yeah. love talking about, but it, they they do tend to get people upset sometimes and, and ruffle some feathers. But so I yes, think, we believe. I think they're glorious them. things. Yeah, yes. we do. Yeah, yeah, and, and we don't believe that it's any of it's because of God's foreknowing what we're going to do. Yeah. No. It's because of him. Because of his foreordaining what will happen. Yes. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Um, we got one more that we could tackle or... Or burritos or what? Or we... What yeah. We, we If we end before 11, we could get breakfast burritos at Josie K's. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so be selfish or be... <laughs> should, <laughs> should, I, should I cast my vote on camera or off camera? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Chad. What is it? And All right. We'll decide. All right. This, this might might be a quick one. So so uh, uh, Brent sent a question yesterday. Is the wrath of God an attribute? I saw God? that question pop up one time. Some people were discussing it. Is the wrath of God an attribute? And I thought that yeah. was interesting. And I have a I have a definite idea about it. But um, well, lay, lay it on us. I thought well, we actually talked about this a little bit one day. I don't think it is. I'll say that. No, I think it's okay. a result of an attribute. Okay. Yeah. Of yeah. justice. They were talking about it like it was like it was an attribute of God. And I thought no, it's it's. It's because of. No, I, th- I thought we actually mentioned this. Oh, like maybe. actually talked about it or talked a little bit. Yeah, I don't remember. And we all we agreed that it was yeah. it was a result of. I think it's interesting. Wrath is something that makes people extremely uncomfortable. Yeah, sure. the, the whole concept of it, the whole idea of it. Uh, so then to try to make it an attribute, a good of God, God wouldn't be wrathful, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, so or, they say. Yeah, exactly. Um, and even people have removed it from some of the songs. I can't remember which one it was, but I think in Christ alone, there was a church that took it out of one of the songs. The wrath of God was um, satisfied. The yeah. wrath of God was satisfied. Yep. Yeah. The love of God was magnified is how they, they that's what they went yeah, with. Yeah, yeah. You know, so that's much more. Yes and yes. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I, I would say, I think as an overreaction to that, somebody was like then trying to say, well, no, the, this is actually an attribute of God. Sure. And, and I would say, no, the attribute of God would be holiness and justice. Uh, and his wrath flows out of those yeah, righteous judge justice. Y- correct, yeah, like a perfect justice. But, but the wrath of God flows out of those yeah. those attributes. Yep. Uh, as a result, it's a mm-hmm. it's a it's an you know a reaction or a mm-hmm. like you said, yeah, um, a cause of them not agreed. Yeah, good. That's it. Let's pray. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or not? Yeah. I, when I, I well, I, I don't know. We we could keep going, or we could. Uh, 
Yeah, we could just call her right now. I don't feel like pastrami today. I like right. every week, man. Yeah. It's good. Are you the, tired of it? The, the, I am, dude. No, bit? every every week afterward, I'm like, hey, let's go get fried chicken, like from the gas station. You know? <laughs> and it's half a joke and half like Josie's is good, but like yeah. I'm burnt, man. We have it every week, and it's just yeah. and I have the same thing every week. That doesn't help you. Yeah, I change. I change. You guys tend to go the same thing. I change it up from week to week. Usually, you're good at changing it up. I'm not. Yeah, I can't I do the, it. I had the chili dog I last week, which I'd never had there before, <laughs> and it wasn't bad. <laughs> what? Do you change it up or what? I do. Well, once in a while you Occasionally, do, but, yeah. but generally you kind of stick with the same thing. Yeah, I'm good. Well, well yeah. Well, on that note, yeah. does somebody want to pray? <laughs> pray for lunch. <laughs> Father, thank you uh, just, just for um, putting up with us. Uh, thank you for uh, for loving us, Lord. Thank you that we get to talk about these things, that we can never exhaust mm. discussions and topics and things that, that come up. And, um, Lord, uh, the topic like this I know, I know can be challenging for some people, so we just pray that um, people would understand uh, the magnitude um, of your love and, and the, the lengths that you've gone to to save uh, and be in awe of that. Uh, if there's any big takeaway, Lord, that they would understand um, who you are and, and how great a sacrifice you've made by sending your son for us. So uh, we ask for your blessing upon those who have been listening. Pray that uh, you continue to bless this time and bless our, our future burritos, Lord, in Jesus' name. <laughs> Amen. 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 See you next week. Later. Thanks for tuning in to One Decent Pastor. If you'd like more information about the church, go to our website at thedoor3r.org.